Big Mary declaring what you saw wayfaring, we heard in the sequence today. And what she saw was uh, something unthinkable. The tomb was empty, then uh, uh, we heard the gospel, she went to call the others to let people know. Uh, they took the body and they went to, to have a look. And then Peter and John, uh, you know, as, as we heard in the gospel, John believed and then they, they went back to report, yeah, the tomb is empty, there is no one uh, around there. There is something strange going on with those uh, clothes. It looks, looks like a, you know, a miraculous thing happened there. And, um, and then Mary stayed a little bit longer. And uh, when she was there by herself, crying, praying, um, not knowing what was going on, wondering what happened to the body, not, none of them thought that the body was, that Jesus was back. Jesus appeared to her, called her by name, and uh, she recognized him. And um, Jesus said, now you go and tell my friends that I'm alive. I will see them. And so she became the first one to see him alive. She was sent by Jesus to the other apostles, and so she became the apostle to the apostles. And from that moment on, joy was never taken away from this world. From that moment on, joy belonged to us, to the ones who follow Christ. I, you know, just driving uh, this morning, you know, the parking lot was full. Some people had to park on the streets or, or nearby. And so at the intersection, there were a couple of families um, trying to, you know, get into, walk into to, to, to the church. And uh, it's a beautiful morning, the sun, the nice temperature, it's, um, and so they were all smiling. They were coming to Mass and they were all smiling because of the beautiful day. Joy is here. Joy is in this place because it's in this place where Christ is alive. It's in this place where we can see him, we can uh, recognize him, we can partake in, uh, in the Eucharist. We can have our lives changed by Him. It is, um, it is, um, you know, in the, in these past days we heard a ton of confessions. We had, we were there for, uh, you know, we had uh, the nativity nights when we thought, okay, let's, you know, everybody comes to confession there, you know, preparing for the sacraments and also for, uh, you know, for Easter. So it's a great moment. A lot of people are there. We're always there every Saturday, every Sunday, every Thursday, uh, hearing confessions. But then we say, well, maybe we should be available also during the Triduum. Um, we've made a few slots, and we said two priests uh, for uh, all together, you know, um, maybe nine, nine hours of confession for each priest. And then we started, we said, no, two is not enough. We need a third one all the time there. And so th th there was a huge amount of people who still needed to come to confession. And why do they come? Uh, they come for this reason. Life is uh, not easy. Uh, we are weak creatures. We are fallen creatures. We, we make mistakes, as uh, you know, a lot of um, parents say to young, young kids, uh, you made bad choices, you know. We make bad choices. 
Um, and this takes the joy away from us. So many tears in there, in those few room, little rooms over there. We take the joy away from our life by what we do, by staying away from this place. But joy is here. Joy is available. Joy is uh, at your disposal. God is, um, is real and he, he wants to, to um, cover us with now overflowing of joy. He wants us to, to drown in joy. Despite all the difficulties of life, we can drown in joy if we choose for Christ. Why on earth these many people would be here at 7.30 in the morning? Either you are nuts, <laughs> which is always a possibility, or there is something here that is real. 2,000 years later, we are here just to uh, celebrate the disappearing of uh, a body, or are we here to celebrate the resurrection of our God? Why are we here? And uh, you know the answer, and it's pretty easy, we recognize that. But the next question is, uh, why I don't have this church so full at 7.30 every Sunday? Christ is gonna be here on, on, uh, in, in a week as well, in two weeks. As a matter of fact, every single morning, Believe it or not, he came to stay. He came to, you know, he's faithful to himself. And once he makes a decision, he sticks to it. He created us and uh, we messed it up. Still, he was faithful to us. He didn't destroy us. He saved us. And uh, he donated himself to us. And he keeps doing that. He didn't that just one day, one time. Every single day of our life, he's available. Joy is available. Let us, um, you know, let, let us pray that uh, we may truly recognize the need we have for Christ. The hole, the darkness that is always there somehow at the bottom of our heart, can, can be fulfilled, can be cleared out, can uh, become a, a point of, uh, of fullness and of light if he's there. He's not afraid of your sins. He's not afraid of your uh, limits. I mean, he took even me. Go, go figure. He takes each one of us. But we have to say yes. We have to come. We have to make the last step. He came all the way from heaven to the cross to the, and to, to the tomb and out. All we have to do is stretch out our hand. But he's not going to take the last uh, couple of feet away from us, from our freedom. Uh, let us choose for Christ because uh, he is the only one, the only hope we have for real joy in our life.